This is Kelly. This is Jen. This is Heather. And you're listening to Whiskey Cats. Yay! <laughs> well, hey, welcome to a new season of Whiskey Cats. Hi! Yay. Which season is it? 10, 11? <laughs> Uh, 13, where we're all women. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that happened. Uh, yeah, welcome. Um, so this is Kelly, and I am still on the west coast of California. In Skype, but in D.C. in our hearts. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> we are in D.C. I'm Heather. And I'm Jennifer. Hey, welcome back. So, yeah, so this season we're going to do a little uh, things like a touch differently, hopefully, maybe, uh, where your new episodes are actually going to come out once a month instead of every other week, just because of the fact we are on opposite coasts. So it makes it a little more difficult for us to schedule time to get together and drink. Uh, yeah, it's but, really knocking into our whiskey drinking time. Yeah, it's a struggle. Yeah, it is a struggle. Struggle. But we should have new episodes for you all uh, in the coming months, so stay tuned for that. And for our debut, uh, I was going to say our debut season, but like we had one of those a while ago. <laughs> we for did our, every time. We- <laughs> what was the first year that we did this? What year was it? Our first year. Oh, I was a, I was a wee whiskey baby. Mm. We were also young back then. Yeah. I lived in a whole different house. Yeah. You so did I. In, oh, yeah. We so all did, lived in so different did, houses. We all did. We, wow. We've had some real life changes along with our whiskey cat. <laughs> <laughs> Click here for our video montage for the last X number of years because we don't know how long it's been. And all our prior studios, which you never actually saw, but certainly heard the echoes of. <laughs> but do you know what's kept us together all these years? It's made from rye and wheat. I was like, love. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. I have a a friend whose mom will make this cake, and it's a very, very chocolatey cake. And she says the ingredients are chocolate, 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 and love. (laughs) And love. That sounds like a mom thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, but yes, it's been whiskey. Whiskey is always in our glass, and I hope whiskey is always in your glass, too. Uh, but today, we have a very special whiskey that we want to want to try and share with you. Uh, it's our our friend and yours, new whiskey, Drake's Whiskey, the Virginia Black American Whiskey. Ugh. We're so excited to try this with you today. And I feel like I just did not study up enough to make a bunch of just Sly Drake references, like as we were talking. I should have done that. I'm sorry. I just, I want to re-experience the joy when we realize that our favorite human, Drake, <laughs> made a whiskey. Like, I just, it couldn't, it couldn't be any better than this. What a way to kick off season three, seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that this bottle comes in an amazing black box. So you're like, what could be inside? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what's inside? It's- <laughs> the most amazing 70s gold plated 
like perfume bottle. Yes. It, yeah. it, it is a perfume bottle. It looks like your mom's perfume bottle, like from all the stuff that she's kept around and, you know, like doesn't wear anymore, but it's all has sentimental value from before you were born. It's amazing. Yeah. And it also stinks like that. Whatever's in that perfume bottle, like reeks, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you never want to smell it. It probably smells but a lot we... like this whiskey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can we go, can we go back to just talk about this black box for a second? Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it actually feels almost velvety to the touch. Ooh. Like, it's a very, it's it. packaged very nicely. Touch it, Heather. Oh, it, oh, it is very soft. Mm-hmm. It's like um, silky paper. Like, silky yeah. paperboard. It's it's really nice. Like, this packaging is not, it's, it's not, um, it doesn't look cheap. I mean, like, we'll talk about the 70s <laughs> aspect of it looking cheap, but, like, the fact that it's, it's I feel like it's packaged really nicely. Even the barcode um, is, like, shiny silver mm-hmm. lame. Yeah. 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 They didn't, uh, they, they went all out, all out with this branding. Um, oh, and I should also say that I read the name of this whiskey wrong. It's actually Virginia Black Decadent American Whiskey. Yes. Decadent. We just noticed in, the same. in the gold embossing <laughs> on the packaging. That's classy. That's yeah. a classy touch. Is this box even recyclable? Oh, good question. Probably in California. True. In DC, probably, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Yeah. But yeah, so it's uh, so classy as fuck. Yeah, this bottle. Classy as fuck. This bottle, man. It's like it's also two tone. Did you notice? It's like the top half oh, it is. is like the cl- the oh, clear, yeah. and the bottom half is black. Huh. It makes it look like his it has debris in it. We're gonna have to drink enough to see what color the bottom really is. <laughs> Confused. Um, also, picture like not also, uh, it, yeah, like perfume. I would say cologne, maybe mm. like your dad's cologne too. That's true. Like from from the seventies, definitely. It does have that more manly, like um, you know, like your Oxford shirt that's open like four buttons with your chest hair out. Like <laughs> oh, I could see a man like that and drinking a whiskey like this. Well, I did this may, we may discuss this later, but I was reading about the name Virginia black and uh, it's not about the state at all. Cause it's made elsewhere, but uh, it's very manly in part, I think because they say the name is just to evoke a kind of a sense of glamour. It's just a sexy name. Oh my god. Virginia? <laughs> Which first of all, Virginia is not a sexy name, but clearly designed Virginia by men. Sexy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but like that's why I think it go I think the whole idea that Virginia is a sexy name and that's why they named it goes with the cologne bottle for sure. Wow. Yeah. That sort of blows my mind a little bit <laughs> that they like went through sexy names and landed on Virginia. Virginia. Mm. Not just Virginia, Heather, Virginia black. Virginia black. And I mean, do we need to discuss now or later about why it's American whiskey and not Canadian whiskey? Like our Canadian dreamboat Drake. It's very confusing. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm so disappointed that this actually is not a Canadian whiskey. Like, why Why are you not a Canadian whiskey? And we need more Canadian whiskeys in our repertoire anyway. We've only tried one of them, I think. Yeah, but that Canadian whiskey was not yeah. good. Well, we can thank John Yulizic for that. <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> That's true. I should blame John and not the whole nation of Canada. Well, everyone in the same, aren't they? <laughs> So maybe that's why this isn't Canadian whiskey, is that they wanted to try to make it be not terrible. I guess maybe it has a reputation like Crown Royal. Mm, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. And I would and you know, and I also say I think this bottle is emblematic of like a Crown Royal bottle, right? It's still that like 
that like quote unquote class. Mm-hmm. It looks like it could come in that really. little uh, yes. tie bag. They're both yeah. enclosed in like bag. a silky mm-hmm. soft container. Yeah. yeah. Canadians. Mm-hmm. Weirdos. Oh, Ugh. but this is a Canadian. God damn it. <laughs> but made by a Canadian. It has <laughs> a Canadian touch to it. Right. All right. Let's try it. All right. Let's open this thing up. It has kind of a strange. (laughs) Yeah, you can't. You can't pour it lightly because the top of it is like. Well, it looks like a shampoo bottle. That's not like a. That's not a whiskey top, don't you think? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, this is just made to like drink directly from the bottle. Oh God, you're okay. Are we gonna pour more? (laughs) Poured us like three gallons each. (laughs) Oh god. Well, I was really dumb and didn't like get myself a towel or anything. Oh, you couldn't pour it either? It's like it's a little It's like everywhere. (laughs) I thought it was just me. I'm also recording at my computer, so I'm just getting whiskey on my keyboard. It's cool. So uh advice number one. Put a chamois down. (laughs) Put a chamois down. It's useful for that kind of thing. What is even a chamois? What's a chamois? <laughs> you know what a chamois oh, is, right? Okay, oh, that's, another yeah, po- that's another yes. podcast. That is not. That is another podcast, ladies. <laughs> okay, we'll just we'll oh, discuss. We'll put chamois. We'll put chamois in the liner notes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have much of a. So it's. It smells like a bourbon. Like it, it smells does smell sweet. sweet. You have the right glass, Kelly. I do. I I do have my Glen Carn. So back to our classic. I, I had to get out my classy glasses for this classy whiskey. <laughs> All right, we gonna give it a try. Yep. Oh, cheers. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. Well, it's pretty mild. Yeah, that doesn't taste and like sweet. Much. It's on the sweet side for sure. I'm getting a lot of vanilla on the back end. It tastes like a very basic bourbon. I don't really mean that in a good way, <laughs> even though I like basic yeah. bourbons. It has a kind of a plasticky taste to it. Like, there's something, it's like sweet bourbon and then a weird, like, astringent isn't the right name for it, but like, it tastes like licking a plastic box or something. Wow. I don't get the plastic, but the more that I, the more that it sits in my glass and I put my nose in it, it's like all alcohol. Mm. Like, it just stung my nose. It's only 40%, which I find interesting. I don't so you can drink it all night. It's Drake's session whiskey. <laughs> Well, but apparently it it uh, it can get you drunk real quick because their tagline is "This Virginia done me off already," which I'm guessing that's what that means. What does that mean, Kelly? I say that all the time. <laughs> why? Why are you asking me? <laughs> that isn't the tagline to this show. Whiskey <laughs> <laughs> cats done me off already. Done me off already. <clears throat> oh man. Uh, I don't hate it. Yeah, it, I don't. It's pretty unobjectionable. I mean, there's nothing there to object to. It kind of feels like. I'm trying to think of why you would buy this. Whiskey. <laughs> because Drake made it. Because I'm not. <laughs> it might be a good like Manhattan whiskey. I feel maybe. like throw some, or maybe a whiskey sour. Throw some cherries I mean, in it, there. Ooh. Yeah, that, that I can I can see that. I mean, it it is only like thirty nine dollars, so this is very affordable, very accessible. This is definitely not a complicated whiskey. <laughs> right. And if you want something that's like looks a little more high end and interesting, 
Then the granddad. Okay. And it's just like a conversation piece. Right. It is totally 100% a conversation piece. Right. Yeah. This would, this will stand out on your bar <laughs> for sure. Probably full for a long for time. For a long time. I mean, there are a lot of better yeah, whiskeys you can buy I, I, for $39, too. Like, uh, um, yeah. Russell. Oh, yeah, the Russell's Reserve. Yeah, Russell Reserve. Yeah, those are all in the $30. I would buy those in a heartbeat over this. Yeah. But those are, you know, more hipster indie looking. Apparently, it's selling like yeah, hotcakes is... in Canada. And I don't know if that's because of how it tastes or because it's Drake. Yeah, so I was I was reading the same thing. So we're we're you know we're a little behind in our our Drake whiskey news. Um, this actually debuted late Shameful. last year, uh, and it really topped all the whiskey sales in Canada when it debuted. Um, Did it debut at the same time in Canada and the U.S.? Ah, uh, that's a good question. I think so, but apparently it's becoming harder and harder to get in Canada because everyone's buying it up. <laughs> Whereas I feel in the States, I, you know, what, I walked into BevMo and I was like, I texted you guys immediately being like, oh my God, what did I find? <laughs> um, and and Jen, you had no find, no problem finding it. Yeah. Out of like 10, I just looked on the ABC and out of the 10 ones that come up in my radius, only one didn't have it. So wow. they all had at least like 11 bottles. Well, now I kind of want to ask if those stores <clears throat> feel like it's flying off the shelves. I mean... Because there's obviously, like, the hipness quotient, right? Or just the, like, um, hilariousness quotient, <laughs> like, which is why we bought it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, if people are buying it for the novelty in both the U.S. and Canada, but, like, if it's really only flying off the shelves in Canada, and I realize Drake is Canadian, but he's still super popular here, so you think that that would kind of be even? Right. So you wonder if maybe the Canadians, I mean, but it's, it seems too early to say for the Canadians, it's just the taste because nobody knew what it tasted like, right? I'm going to be in Canada in three weeks. So I'm going to ask everyone that I meet. Okay. How do you feel oh, yes. about this Please whiskey? Give us an update. Like a woman on the street. Yeah. Just like track people down like yeah. Billy Eichner. I'm going to go to the LCBO. Did you buy the drink? <laughs> <laughs> Chase people down the street. <laughs> Work on my super obnoxious voice. <laughs> Have Alex mm-hmm. chase me with a camera. <laughs> <laughs> like dollar bills. Be like, dollar. Get can, ready, Ontario. It's happening. Megan to do that with you. <laughs> That'd be like her dream come true. <laughs> I think I'd have to let her be Billy. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, a communications person quoted in the Toronto Star basically saying, um, people buy initially for the novelty of you know celebrity brands and they usually have a short shelf life and they've seen it before that celebrity endorsed liquors have short short shelf lives that's a that's a lot of, a lot of tongue twister i'm gonna try to sit down with myself <laughs> be here all yeah. night. short short shelf life uh, and basically because the celebrity endorsed liquors are, it said that it's often too often the actual product is poor quality, but high priced. Mm. So with this being at a really good price, like, I, I guess, it, is it worth the $39? Is it like, I mean, it is if you're quality, looking like, for, it's not bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not bad. It's just, 
I'm just trying to figure out in comparison to other $30 whiskeys, like if this would be my go-to $30-ish dollar whiskey. Okay, so we're, we need to do an episode then that compares price points of whiskeys. Mm. Like we're going to do a taste test. I like that idea. Blind tasting. Like we did for the bourbon and rye, can you tell the difference? Yeah. We're going to do a price point tasting. Okay. Of our own shelves. You all have to come to California. To That's fine. That, obviously. <laughs> That seems like a good reason done, to go to done and done. We'll meet you in Maine, and then... Sure. <laughs> cross-country whiskey trip. We should, that's what we should do. We should drive across country and try all the $30 whiskeys. Oh, oh my, my God. Season that four. Amazing. <laughs> Whiskey cats, yeah. the road trip. <laughs> amazing. I'm that there. You know, I kind of joked before that this is a session whiskey, but it totally is. Like, I could see if you didn't... Yeah, if you... <laughs> I just so, chugged the we're giant gonna, glass. We're <laughs> You know, you try. I know. Can I get right up in there? There we go. Yeah, girl. I got a little bit on the table. Um, oops. That uh, if you're, you know, you're, if you're not like sipping whiskey, like a good whiskey, like I would, I would chug this all night. I would put some ginger ale in it and drink it up. I think I would put some cherries and some cherry maraschino cherry syrup. And that's what I would do. And one ice cube. Mm-hmm. That's my suggestion for this. That's how I'm going to drink it because it's going to sit on my shelf. Really good. With I it. know, right? Like, I yeah. think it's like there's something about this flavor that. We just got some bourbon cherries. Uh, so. Ooh, la la. Yeah. I think I'm going to load this up with some bourbon cherries and maybe a little bit of the juice. And yes. That's how I, I like it. it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully, if anybody out there buys Drake Whiskey, the decadent <laughs> American whiskey of. Of Indiana. Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Virginia Black. Which, why is it even made Let in Indiana know. also? But well, it's because that's where Indiana. LDI is, so I'm sure that oh, they, right. that's oh, where it's they made one of them. <clears throat> but yes, as Heather said, let us know. Did you drink it? Do you love it? Yeah. Tell us on Twitter in the comments. Did you drink it with Drake? What was he wearing? Did, did he dance he, for you? Did you call Drake? Be very Drake? detailed. <laughs> yeah, be very detailed. We need, we need to know all of your Drake obsession details. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just have a Drake dance party and mm-hmm. like poured the bottle into each other's mouths and got it all over the carpet and had no chamois to clean it up with? <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> well, on that note... You, I'm getting a little. I'm getting some munchies because I bet if you were hanging out with Drake, you would with Drake. Is that what I said? With Drake, you would get some munchies, and you'd be like, Drake, do you have a snack? And you'd say, I sure do, I sure do, girl. So all the obnoxious crunching you're about to hear is thanks to my coworker Rebecca, who is amazing and is always looking out for me. She's the best. Uh, she came into work the other day and was like, I bought you something at the store. I'm like, oh. And she hands me this enormous bag and it's full of potato chips. Like, four huge bags of potato chips. And I'm like, that's, that's a lot of potato chips. Show Kelly the Why did you buy these potato chips? And, uh, she said, well, obviously because they're whiskey and haggis flavored. Oh, God. Whiskey and haggis. You're gonna All right. Eat these, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> so they're by Mackey's of Scotland. And, um, I think she bought them at like one of those international markets. And, uh, I don't, I don't know why she bought four bags of them, but we're gonna <laughs> eat one of them. Or we're gonna try, <laughs> we're gonna try <laughs> a chip. 
Kelly, of course, is now extremely happy that she moved across the country because she's <laughs> not going to have to try this with us. They might be amazing. They might be amazing. I have never had haggis. Have you ever had haggis? No. Okay. I've never had haggis. Can, can, can someone remind... Haggis is like intestine? Is that what's yeah, happening? It's, yeah, it's intestine. Yeah. That's um, totally what I would think to make into a chip. I can't wait. But it's got to be like more than that because like sausage is like intestine. I mean, it's not the... The casing is intestine, so right, I don't wait, really know what haggis. On. We probably should have looked that up. <laughs> Everybody else knows what haggis is. I feel like it's self-explanatory and that it's just gross. And Agreed. only people from Scotland eat it. So we're going to uh, open this bag and try them. All right, you ready? Yeah. Haggis is a savory pudding containing sheep's pluck, which means heart, liver, and lungs, minced with onion, oatmeal, suet, spices, and salt, mixed with stock. Traditionally encased in the animal's stomach. Wait, oh, stomach. That's why it's a little gross. And also, what is suet? I'm pretty sure that's disgusting. Uh, it's like lard, right? Oh, really? I guess that's not that disgusting. I thought it was like tendon or something, but, but lard sounds right. Okay. Can we look at the ingredients? Is there actual haggis in it, or is it just like spiced to evoke the feeling of haggis? So it says whiskey and haggis seasoning. You know, it's one of those things. <laughs> okay. Uh, but it is, oh... Well, this almost ruins the whole thing. I almost shouldn't say this. Don't say it yet. Let's eat it first. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to know till I eat it. But I have to tell you, it doesn't smell bad. It smells pretty good. It smells like a barbecue chip. Yeah. They're ripples. You You're like into this. Oh, what am I? It's like, like I see a potato <laughs> chip and I'm like, yes, I will eat that. They're ripply. Well, I don't know what haggis tastes like. I do know what whiskey tastes like, and I'm not sure it's this. You don't think whiskey tastes like a crunchy chip? <laughs> I don't, mm, is it psychosomatic? But I feel like I taste blood. Oh my god, <laughs> that's totally psychosomatic. It has to be. You're right. Let me drink some whiskey first. Hmm. I mean, they're very mild. They taste almost like nothing. They taste almost like um, salted potato chips, with maybe like the barest hint of barbecue flavor. Yeah, there's like an undercurrent that's kind of barbecuey. They're smoky. Not, it's a little smoky. Yeah, that's what it is. They're smoky. They're not gross. They're not bad. And they've got some black pepper on them. I taste the black pepper almost more than anything. So the, what I was going to say that ruins the whole thing is that it says suitable for vegetarians and vegans, oh. which means there is nothing haggis. Nothing haggis at all. Kelly, we'll send you some. You can you can mm-hmm. eat them too. I have. Do you, do you think they pair well with with um, Virginia Black Decadent and American whiskey? I'm drinking some right yeah, now. Right now. Let's see. Mm. I would say no. No, they don't. That is a little <laughs> would, gross. Would, Why is that so gross? Would any potato chip pair well with whiskey? I'm, I'm gonna mm, not this one. Nope. Not this whiskey. Oh, that's gross. That is really gross. I'm like, I don't oh, know what you know. You know why? It's because this whiskey is so sweet, and those potatoes are very savory. Yeah, they're like it's and like a is, smoke fest, and like sweet and savory sometimes goes together, but it, this does not go together. Whoa. But um, I'm happy to say that the haggis chips are palatable. So. Buy them at your local international market. Thanks, Thanks. Reb. Thanks, Reb. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, they make a roast ham version. We can try those next. Ooh, ooh a caramelized oh, red onion. Oh, that might be good. All right. All right. What's next? That was very musical at the end. I like that. It's like, great. It's just somebody spinning a wheel, you know? Like, I, I, I have to get off the game show. Keep pooping. Anyway. Well, you know what that means. It's time for Science Corner. 
just a, a brief, interesting story that I found. Oh, God, I spilled it all. Oh, again. no. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Next week's next month's science corner is going to be about uh, bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have shamies in this house right now? Uh, no, but you know what? I don't even think I have one. She found oh. out I had no shamies in the house. She would go to the fair and buy me a whole pack of them. I'm going to text her immediately. I don't have any. Yeah. I don't have any either, Heather. So. Uh, all right, shamies for everybody for Christmas. Is it like a face cloth? Okay, we'll get back to. The <laughs> Oh, you do have a car. I do have right, a car. Yeah. I saw that you were at the I'm car wash the other day. I'm like, what is she doing there? Oh, right. Uh, Washing my car, Jen. <laughs> I forget that you own one. Anyway, science corner. Science corner. <laughs> uh, so say you're at a bar and someone hands you the bottle of the Virginia Black and it tastes a little funny. How do you know that it's really Virginia Black and not something else that someone has poured into that bottle? Oh, my God. Oh, wait. I thought you were going to say, how do I know if I was roofied? <laughs> oh, that's a very special episode of Whiskey. That is. <laughs> uh, okay, so scientists in Heidelberg are working uh, are working on this technique where they basically fingerprint whiskeys with these fluorescent dyes. So you can't, they, you can't see them with your eye, but when you hold up the right wavelength of light to them, it will tell you something about the whiskey, like a little, it's like national treasure, but for whiskeys. Yeah. Like a spectrum. <laughs> yeah. 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 So they can like, they're putting these fluorescent dyes in and they can sort of like change the color response based on country of origin, blending status. So is it blended or single malt age? And they're trying to do taste. Like, is it rich or is it light? I think that's a Whoa. little, uh, that seems subjective. non-quantitative, yeah. yeah, qualitative, as we say. So they can't like ID something outright, but they can take a known and like get the little fluorescent fingerprint from that and compare it to the Virginia Black someone's trying to pass off to you and tell you if it's the real thing. Wow, yeah, that's kind of cool. It's totally cool. So they're trying to develop like a like a library, like a master library of fingerprints, and then. You know, they don't know if people will actually adopt it to use forever, but for the super expensive, like rare bottles, yeah. when people are trying to pass off, as I think we've talked about in the past, people trying to pass off like old, old bodies of bottles of Pappy and other, other rare things, especially scotches, this can sort of help you determine whether your whiskey is legit or not. Oh, science. So they're going to try and, and do this for the mass market? They Or just more for like... I think they're hoping mass market will adopt it. But they're doing, like, they're testing most of it in Scotland with, like, a bunch of the fancy Scotch people at the Scotch Whiskey Research Institute. That's where they're testing everything to see how it works. So, um, so will each individual, like, Scotch have its own, like, spectrum? Yeah. yeah so you could tell wow. one bottle from another, and then you could also tell if someone was trying to pretend bottle A is, you know, the same as bottle B, but it's, like, actually not, you'll know. I could see this um, <clears throat> becoming popular with, like, dudes who have, like, whiskey collections, mm-hmm. you know? Like, and not even, like, super high-end, but just who, like, like whiskey. And it's, like, hobbyist, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you, I can't see, like, your corner bar giving a shit whether the right whiskey is coming in the right bottle. Um, you're, like, expensive bars, certainly, and your collectors. But even there's, like, I think there's, like, a, a lower range of whiskey buyer who would be interested in that just for like the sheer nerdiness of it. Oh yeah. Oh, totally. I think it's kind of cool. And they, they're 
I think it comes from their tr- like people that are trying to track other foods and drinks like that are getting imported. Like they say that they're imported, I don't know, oranges, something fancier than an orange, but, but is it really, where is it from? You know, all of that kind of stuff. So they're trying to come up with these novel tracers to help identify. It's cool. It's cool. I like it. Science. bought a bottle of green spot which we've had like yellow spot is the more affordable version but the green spot it's technically scotch but it doesn't taste like a scotch tastes like a really nice whiskey uh like american whiskey i mean uh it's delicious we're going through it quickly yes it's been enjoyable (laughs) i would second that yeah and it runs like 60 something so it's not like your cheaper whiskeys but it's kind of worth it our neighborhood bar is making bourbon mules lately and uh, I'm a little bit addicted to them. Yeah. They make them in this beautiful, tall glass. Like, it's a very summer... Like, it kind of looks like a lemonade glass, mm, even though it's a mule. I don't really understand. But um, it's really delicious. Highly recommend. I feel like... I think we've talked about this before, but I would really like to get into some cocktails. Mm. And this place and their mules yeah. is kind of making me into it. Yeah. I'm going to need you to become my whiskey mules um, because yes. what do you I, need? I need, um, I'm running out of uh, Catoctin Creek. Oh, and oh. I, I'm making a list. In fact, only, I need a new bottle. Yeah. And I only right. have one bottle left of Writer's Tears, and that makes me very sad. Uh, can you not get it out there? No, it's not in, available on the, on West, the West Coast. Coast. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, I'm actually, now that it is available in the U.S., I've been partaking of my own bottle more and more, so I'm going to need to replenish my bottle soon. So we can, we can mule that for you. I have, yeah. I have made a list for you. Great. I think we should start maybe our own, uh, whiskey distri- distribution, like cross, what, cross coast whiskey distributors. Sure. Where you can import all the stuff from the East Coast that I can't get here, and I can import all the stuff from the West Coast you can't get there. I like yeah. this very much. In fact, you know what uh, I would love a bottle of is, mm-hmm. um, do you remember we tried the old Potrero? Yes. So yeah. our mm-hmm. pal Jim is out there, and he was like, oh, I need to go to the whiskey store. And I'm like, oh, my God, go buy some old Potrero. You can, I got it at the BevMo in Ventura. So mm. I don't know if he did that, but you should buy yeah. some. Definitely. Which is also and like still hands down the most beautiful bottle I've ever owned. Ugh. It was yeah, it was gorgeous. Like much more classier than this Virginia Black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're going for a different aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> I will also go and like when I have time to put ourselves on the list for the um St. George's whiskey. Yes. Mm-hmm. I still haven't tried it. We haven't tried it, right? No. Yeah. No. Just the gin. Yeah, you can get the gin. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah, I love that. Speaking of cocktails, though, um, do you remember what happened on Twitter? So remember we tried the Bren last season, which is the French whiskey that's aged in cognac barrels, which we hated. Yeah, Um, I see it sitting over there. Yeah, you can see it. It's um, it it was very. Interesting. Well over a year ago, and the bottle is still sh- sitting on my shelf. Well, um, yeah. it's it was so fruity. It was like it's this weird fruity thing. And so, you know, we on Twitter I follow uh, Women Who Whiskey, which mm-hmm. is like kind of a local group of 
uh, women who whiskey. Women who whiskey. <laughs> Thank you. And um, they're they're great. They like get together and they make cocktails and stuff. So they actually posted um, this cocktail that is made with the Bren, and I was like, that's crazy. Like I've never seen that anywhere. So they call it the Ginger Bren House. With they make it with Bren whiskey, ginger liqueur, uh, <laughs> lemon juice, candied ginger, uh, and something else. Uh, I think a lemon um, a lemon peel and. I have to say, it looks delicious. It looks beautiful. I would be willing to try huh. it. I think that maybe lemon and ginger would be the way to cut the candy taste out cut of that bread. Yeah. yeah. So uh, thanks for that. We should probably try it because obviously there's still a bottle there that is going to last until the end of time. Kelly, we'll ship you. I was going to say, how else are you going to drink it? So <laughs> we'll, well like split the bottle. We'll send you a little like flask of it. And then we'll all make oh, this no, cocktail. No, Put it in a barrel so it'll age while it's in shipping. We should have, God, we should Kelly, have, you're the most brilliant human. We should have, and more. it'll like have the motion of the shipping, so it'll like get even infused more with like the barrel. Can I put right? one in a barrel on a truck and then see if they taste differently? And one is ground transport, and one is by air, and then we can see if it's yes. different. And then I have no, and then I'll buy the brand out here to have a control. Yes. Please, I love this. Except, Second science corner. I think we should have fewer published <laughs> conversations about us violating federal law. Oh. But we can come back to oh, all these. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, fine. federal job. Don't listen to me right now. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, By the way, we're uh, making a good progress on this bottle of yeah. Virginia Black, meanwhile. <laughs> we're a good, like, um, quarter of the way down the bottle, and we have another quarter to go until we get to whatever the more opaque layer is so we can find out what that <sighs> Maybe looks it like. tastes different. Man, that is some pretty <laughs> impressive drinking of this session. Uh, yeah, you know us. <laughs> whiskey. <laughs> and that's it for another episode of Whiskey Cats. Please subscribe to us via your favorite podcast app, such as iTunes or SoundCloud, or find us online at whiskeycats.com. Email us at whiskeycatspodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at whiskey underscore cats. And if you'd like to leave us a short voicemail message, please call 202-760-2009. See you next time. Cheers. <laughs> Honey, baby, won't you cuddle near? Let sweet mama whisper in your ear. I'm wild about that thing. It makes me laugh and sing. Give it to me, Papa. I'm wild about that thing. I somehow spilled, like, I, all I did was pull my cross back and spilled myself. I didn't need <laughs> a chamois. I know.